Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios, this is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task, that's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer, Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass, it was tipped, it's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5, he'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hey, Nick, you were doing some work over there. Did you get it done? You didn't, you didn't get the video done? The song. I know you did. I know you got the song done. Come on, Jay Foreman, we about to take it back Nick, to Nick, the Nick, DMV. Nick got something? You got the percolator? We're going to take it back to the DMV. You know what we do out on a Monday after a win. Nick, go on and hit that music. Oh, no, he didn't with the rest. <laughs> Thing, Nick, if Jay was by himself in the truck, there would be a show going on right there. I'll probably bump a little bit. <laughs> See, that's a drum line. If your high school ain't playing this, they fail. It's a miserable. It's a miserable. Man, come on. Come on. Jay Foreman, you went 6-6 six and six this, this weekend. I did? What's happening? What's happening? What we got to talk about? We need, we need. Can you hear me? Yeah, we hear you fine. Yeah, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Six and six, man. What is going on? I don't know. It must be the headphones. Six and six. Let's was go. Was that even? That, that, listen, we got to go back over that. This. Or that. Here, let's go over. Let's go over. Let's. We're gonna start Jay's picks again. You guys can jump on the Sarder Heyman text line four zero two four six four five six eight five. You can jump on the Honda Lincoln Hotline. Want to thank the folks from Certified Piedmontese for making this show happen. Greatly appreciate it. We're gonna go up and down the list, and 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 Jay Foreman, you can vouch or you know, or other. Let's uh, just go over the losses. We don't need to worry about the wins. Miami versus Baltimore. That was just an atrocity. That was just, you know, what do they call it? Shooting over a star or whatever it is. That's, I mean, it was no nobody could could predict that. That was, I mean, that was pathetic <laughs> by Baltimore. Uh, you got. Dallas over Atlanta, right? You got Tennessee over New Orleans, right? You got the Colts over Jacksonville, right? You got Buffalo over the Jets, right? Right. Then it took a hard, hard, hard left turn. You got you got a push for the Lions in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Right? You got a tie, so it's not your fault. You did not pick Washington. I did not. No. Nope. You did not. That, you did I could not. deal with that. You did not pick Carolina. Cam. <laughs> well, oh, see that, that that should be <laughs> hold on that should be an asterisk because Kyler Murray didn't play. So your 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 asterisk game was but that Green should be Bay. An asterisk your not- asterisk game was Green Bay. It wasn't Arizona. But Kyler Murray was supposed to play, then he was a late scratch. Look, man, Wizard, you're supposed to know all this stuff in advance. You all right, I'll take it. I mean, secret, I'm just saying. Secret that I, double you know. probation with the, with the, with the facts and everything. Uh, That's why I hate Kyler Murray, man. <laughs> 
straight up. <laughs> Leave that young kid alone, man. No, nah, man. I mean, dude, you come out here, you all swole at the beginning of the season. Then you must not be taking your little so-called vitamins, and all of a sudden you get a little ankle sprain. Now you out for three weeks, sitting on the sideline. Practice all week, then decide he don't want to play. Messing up my picks. <laughs> That's what matters. <laughs> That's what matters the most. Exactly. So, okay, so we'll go game by game. But then, so the, the, you you pick you pick the Chargers over Minnesota. Yeah. They lost. I couldn't believe that. I mean, you picked the Broncos over the Eagles. I mean, they lost. The Broncos are just they fools go. Teddy B. Water, what are you doing on that interception? I gave you credit for the asterisks. I gave you credit for Green Bay, even though, you know, there's that one. Well done. Uh, you, you, you got the you got the you got the Chiefs. Uh, you, you picked the 49ers over the Rams. No, no, I did not. No way. No, you picked the Rams. You I did. picked the Rams. You picked the Rams. You picked the Rams, and then you picked, but you picked Cleveland over the Patriots. No. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Yeah, no, you I did. I picked the Patriots because I said yeah, they you did. Best, best running game in the. <laughs> yes. No, I didn't pick the Patriots. Or I picked the Patriots. I know for a fact <laughs> I picked the Patriots. We'll have to go back to. Yeah, the, you had to go Nick back. Nick will go back. I know I was out. watching that game. I was like, oh so, yeah. That's, so that's you're either Patriots. six and six or seven and five. Yeah, that's both. Both of them are booty. But right. I mean, that's it. You know what? But you still fifty. You fifty one and twenty nine. So you. I but, mean, look. But here's the thing. Like when you got when you got the Ravens losing to the Dolphins, and then you got the Broncos at home getting shellacked by the Eagles. Look, Washington beat the and Super then the Bowl Washington, champions. And come the on, Washington come beat on. the Super Bowl champions. Come on, it was you know, that kind of week. That's just what's going to happen. It was that kind of weekend. Like I, we knew that's what it was. I just hate that Chase Young, the one man gang, is out for the season. Just gonna go straight for the jugular. I hate to see it for him, man, because he's a he's a you know he was having a bad season, but still you like to see him out there. Yeah, well, he. I wanted to ask you about his run fits, but we'll talk about that later. Because I, I, Dexter and Charles Manley were were on air and they were talking about how good Chase had been against the run. Yeah, he just wasn't getting home on the pass. Yeah, he's excellent. He's the most technically sound guy coming out of college, probably in the last like five to ten years. So his run fits were good. And, you know, sacks are one of those things. Look, they Washington hasn't been playing with any type of lead, and they've been down a lot. So, Do you so, know that they, when they were ahead, they kicked a, a field goal to get to 6 nothing. Do you know that that was the biggest lead Washington yeah. had had all year long? And their offense was a lot better last year at times. So, that you, that, you know, so that when, you don't, when you don't get a lot of leads and big leads where teams are, you know, having to pass, you know, you're not able to pin your ears back. So. Well, Alex Smith kept him close. Taylor Heineke put, so. would put him behind. Um, but Taylor Heineke, look, you know, when it's Tampa, he seems to to show up. There must be something about it, you know, because he he seems to he he likes it a lot. Um, Jake Sorensen is just—I think he bumped his head. I have to read the text because it, Jake Sorensen, and I quote: "Dolphins are going to get to seven and seven. Keep hating, Jay." That's fine. They can get to seven and seven. It's not going to happen. Seven and seven. That seems to me like a wager. Well, he's already down a steak dinner, so we and we can well, go well, double or nothing. Well, well, you can do drinks or something, right? Yeah. You know, whatever, that, whatever he likes that wants to lose. Yeah, I mean, I think that's fair. Like if he's going to talk about it, uh, Rico says you picked the Pats, so yeah, I did pick the Patriots. Okay. I know for a fact. I okay, did. so seven, I felt like so seven I felt, five. I felt like that one week without uh, OBJ, 
Baker Mayfield. And then New England had been been playing good, and they're playing at home. And you figure that Bill Belichick, that defense in New England has is tough, you know. So, you know, no Rico vouches. Rico vouches. I just think that uh, that he was listening, and you picked the Patriots. So so seven and five. Yeah. And we didn't get to a lot of the college games, but I wanted to ask you about those. But let's go through the NFL ones first, because I, I I'm trying to wrap my brain around. Who's the best team in the NFC? Is it, is it Green Bay? Is it Dallas? Is it who? Like who? If they played right now, I would probably say Dallas. At the end of the season, I'll say Tampa. But Arizona has beaten them already. Dallas? Yeah. They got Kyler Murray. But that's how they beat him. Exactly. But when it comes down to it at the end of the season, he will not beat the Dallas Cowboys. And you're taking Dallas over Tampa or no? Right now? Like, if they play, like, right now, If they play right now. But at the end of the season, Tampa. Okay. But I still think Dallas is going to be there at the end. I can see them in championship. They, they just got too much. I can see them in championship. They got game. too much. They're starting to get healthy up front. They finally, after, like, week two or three, start getting giving uh, Zeke the ball. They So, they're starting to run the ball more, and they're not truly healthy yet. Wait till they get Smith back, and they just got Collins back. They start getting that bad boy running. The passing attack is there. The defense is a lot better than it was last year. And once they get healthy and fully healthy, they're going to be tough. Now, the only thing that D- Dallas's biggest Achilles heel is their head coach. Camp clock managed, terrible, not terrible, but not the best in pressure situations, which then conversely tilts it back to Tampa if the game's even. Now, Tampa gets healthy, or when they get healthy, offensively and defensively, you're going to see them take off. They're just holding holding water right now, holding their head above water. This, they, they, they have – they know what was like their injuries. Gronk has been out for a while. AB's out. Um, even good or uh, Goodwin is still mm-hmm. he's banged up. Mm-hmm. Um, Howard banged up. So that you know, once they kind of get starting to get back healthy, that's going to free up you know the passing attack, which is going to open up their running attack and make the offensive line play even better. Defense is going to start to be able to play with leads like they have been, and then they're going to be back to where they need it because they're banged up in their in their back four as well. Nick, you like his four? That's his NFC four. Green Bay will be there. But the fact that Green Bay um, has – they just have not looked like – their defense is better this year, and it was better last year. But they have not been an offensive, explosive team like they had been last year. Repeat your four so it's – Tampa, mm-hmm. Dallas. I like Dallas a lot. Green Bay. Um, and then kind of, you know, tie between Arizona and L.A. I like the Rams. I like the Rams quite a bit. I'd know more about the Rams after I see them in a couple weeks. That's fair. You got to see what, what happens. Well, losing losing Woods is, 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 is losing Woods is bigger than getting OBJ. OB mm-hmm. I agree. J. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they're done now. I think – you lose Woods, you got to go get another dude. Well, I don't know who's out there. The trade deadline is over. If somebody gets released, you know, like how sometimes if you're on a good team or on a bad team, they'll release a veteran or something like that. But there's nobody else out there. They got the, – here's what the Rams do. They have a plethora of wide receivers. that can. They got Cooper Cup. They got Jefferson. Then they got OBJ. Uh, they got a couple good tight ends. So they got weapons and got guys that can play. Um now it's just a matter of getting them to mesh and see where that goes. Ben says this, can't wait for the Bears to make a late-season charge to finish 8-8 eight and eight or 
nine and seven and sneak in a wild card spot and beat get beat in the first round of the playoffs so they don't get any good draft picks. That is literally every Bears fan I know. Like just they are just in quicksand and mud and they're just miserable and don't like themselves. Well, they got a legit quarterback. Now they just have to figure out. Now they got to really try to get an offensive line in front of them. I like their running back. I like Robinson, but they have nothing else. It's going to be the other side of it. Um, I, I think. And they're and they are banged up now. Um, you know, Max banged up. Hicks is banged up. And so once they kind of get, you know, Eddie Jackson was banged up at times this year. So once they kind of get that defense is still for real. If if the playoffs started today, Carolina would make the playoffs at five and five. And they're a team. They're the kind of team that uh, if you're not on top of your game because their defense is is sneaky good, that they're going to give you a run for your money because 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 of Cam. And McCaffrey's back, and what Cam can do, nobody else can do. And he might even be more effective at this point in time in his career, in like a smaller role. But then in a big game, he he has enough experience and obviously enough playmaking ability. He could expand that to, you know, overnight to a big role. Who are you disappointed in, in the NFC? Like I went through I, the Seahawks. To me, are disappointed. Seahawks, I was gonna say Seahawks. I would say New Orleans, but they're still in the hunt. Um, but you know, when James gets hurt, you know, it kind of, you know, stifles everything. I'm well, just, you, you, but you pay T- Taysom Hill 10 million a year. What's, what's the problem? I, I don't know what, I don't know what he caught <laughs> Sean, Sean Payton doing to get that type of contract. I don't know, but, uh, Ten, he was on. never worth that type of money. Um, so that's why they're disappointed. Their defense is, is, is always playing catch up. But I'm surprised they're not they're not able to run the ball because usually New Orleans is actually you know a pretty physical team. But tomorrow you know, be out, so and they got Mike Thomas there. He's still he's out for the season now, so you know that's you know what you expected him at least halfway through the season. So you're not getting that. So I would say they're a little disappointed. I would say the Vikings, but they, the Vikings are the Vikings. Is you know? there is there any chance the 49ers beat the Rams tonight? Well, there's always a chance, but the 40, but the Rams got to not show up. And not play well. It's not – I mean, this is not – I mean, the 49ers cause some problems for you on defense, especially if they get that running attack going. Because I feel Kyle Shanahan can still, when their running attack is, is going, can hit you with some with some big plays, especially when you can get Kittle mixed, matched up on any linebacker or safety. And he can he's a big play guy even though he's a tight end. He's an explosive player like Travis Kelsey and Waller down at the Raiders. Um, but they don't have a number one receiver, so you feel comfortable locking Jalen Ramsey up on whoever. Von Miller's probably got his, you know, game legs and got, you know, the playbook, you know, more under. <laughs> they got so many dudes. Then that's their free up so Aaron Donald. Then they got Lloyd on the other end. Yeah. Um, so, they, you know, if the Rams come out and play like they did against Tennessee, of course. they Anybody can beat them. But I think the Rams are, you know, that's the kind of loss that, Kind of wakes you up. It's like when Buffalo lost and and Dallas lost. This is maybe a wake up call in the middle of the season, um, or towards the middle of the season that some teams need. Uh, I'd be very surprised if the Rams don't beat the Forty Nine ers. Who is better in the AFC, Buffalo or Tennessee? Oh man, that's hard because it seems Tennessee is playing better mm-hmm. every single week, but. Buffalo, I think, is is, is 
the better team, and that's not being biased. I think that they have a better quarterback. Um, probably I think, a wash. I think the 135 really, points. You know, wash with the is pretty impressive. Yeah, wash with the receivers, and it's hard to go against Tennessee because they they are playoff ready. And they're going to be able to play. You know, you'd think a team like that might run out of steam, right? Mm-hmm. Like they might, you know, hit their peak. But they won't because now they have more weapons on offense and the defense is starting to get better, starting to get towards, the you know, what they used to have and be able to play smash mouth, go up to Kansas City, be 8-8, eight and eight, and beat the Kansas City Chiefs that were 13-3. and three. And then all of a sudden Alex Smith couldn't play. That was like two years in a row. Come up there and Derrick Henry is running all over the place. So – they don't have Derrick Henry. They got, you know, probably the next next best thing to if you you can't replace Derrick Henry, but if you ever could get a running back to kind of replicate what he does, mm-hmm. you got a Hall of Famer in in Adrian Peterson, who still rushed for close to a G last year, I think, for with Detroit. So and uh, and a thousand a year before with the with the the Washington Football Team. So, you know, I think it's a toss up. And I think it just comes down to where you're playing. I think if Buffalo gets a home field game against them, I think Buffalo should be heavily favored. But Tennessee will be a hard out on the road. But if a team that could go into Tennessee and win, I think it's Buffalo because they showed it and they just kind of Buffalo sitting at six and three, and the New England Patriots are sitting at six and four. What is what? What arm of the national defense do I need to call here? if the Patriots ever tie the Bills for first place? Because Rico is going to be just unbearable. Oh, I know. Well, I mean, look. Like, do I need Army? Do I need the Marines? You need all four. Yeah, I, you know. They made those, <clears throat> they made those offense, or made those acquisitions in the offseason for a reason. And they've, and they've all worked and are working. Um, they got some guys back from COVID, um, and they they're they're playing New England football. They're they're taking what teams are giving them. Guys are doing really well. Um, you know, after the catch or after the run, I think they got the physicality on the offensive line, which kind of was always something that they weren't given enough credit for. Uh, so they're able to run the ball, which is eating the clock up and kind of be of a change up, right? And then they got a quarterback that, if he plays within himself and doesn't turn the ball over. You know they know how to win because you know they're going to play special teams. You know, and they're playing defense uh, like they haven't been playing defense in, in quite some time. So, um, and they got guys that know the system, guys that know how to play, guys that won Super Bowl, Super Bowls actually on on that defense. So, um, yeah, I mean, look, Buffalo can't you know sleep as easy as they you know maybe could have you know a few weeks ago, uh, but it's nothing they can't handle. And, you know, is New England trending like upwards like when Tom Brady was there and they start to go off on a run? No, but you know that they yeah. are they yeah. are a team. You, you you hear this, right? You know that somewhere in there in that dude's head is, man, they better not mess around let, let, uh, oh, let the Patriots catch them. Oh, they can Patriots catch them. Buffalo's still going to playoffs, so that's not going to be a problem. Because I don't think home field advantage is as big as it, as it used to be. So, I mean – he went from the best team in football. Oh, they are the best team in to football. Being a road, being a road playoff team. No, that's not what I'm saying. I still think <laughs> they're going to do it. But if it does happen, say like Josh Allen is out for a month, uh, and they catch him, what can you do? Okay, and in, in the but it's a- not going to happen. Though. In, in the AFC North, there's there there's no leader. Like no. I, 
Like you don't ba- even know. Ba- Baltimore six and three. Pittsburgh's five three and one. Bengals are five and four. Browns are five and five. It's just a last man standing, right? Like nobody's is- playing. I mean, if you watch last, not this weekend, but the weekend before, you're like, oh, Cleveland's going to take off. Mm-hmm. Then you can be like, you know what? Pittsburgh has been kind of grinding out games. Eventually, they're going to start making some more, you know, consistent offensive, you know, series and scores and all that. Well, then Ben is on the COVID list, mm-hmm. right? Then Baltimore goes down to Miami, which, you know, they were talking about it's humid and everything. But, look, it doesn't matter if it was 100 degrees, 100% humidity. They went down there and laid an egg. So they must have been down on South Beach the night before, and, and Miami beat the brakes off them, right? This then text you got, line is, the text line is on fire right now. Then they to... got Cincinnati. <laughs> then they got them Bengals, right, mm-hmm. who, you know, was rolling, and then they lost, and then they're kind of like back to the so-called old Bengals. So nobody is really taking that – taking the mantle like we're going to take off. So I guess if I had to bet on a team, I would say the Ravens because they have the best quarterback and the most established playmaker and the most electrifying guy in the league. They're they're getting healthier as far as getting all their, you know, playmakers and kind of getting rhythm, you know, getting Bateman and all those guys. And their defense in general generally is pretty salty, and especially if they can get some home games you got to give it to the Ravens because Baker Mayfield's banged up. Ben is just average right now. Even when, but they've been, but their defense is for real. They and fly. They, they and, fly. And then Cincinnati, you just, I think they're really, really good young team with a lot of talent, and they're a lot better than people will give them credit for at the beginning of the season. But I think they're just so green and, and don't have the experience to kind of put to push themselves over the hump. We got about three minutes. AFC West. Chiefs at six it's and four. Chargers, Chargers at five and four. It's the Chiefs. No, but Friday, everybody was team Chargers. Everybody was team Chargers with Justin Herbert on Friday. No, on Friday you asked, asked could he win a Super Bowl? Okay. Yes. The Chargers need some with sage or whatever in their stuff, <laughs> right? <laughs> Just burn the burn, burn sage or whatever because it's like every year they got they had Philip Rivers and Eckler and. You know, Allen, and then, you know, they got all these guys, and they can score points to put up all these yards. And they got Bosa on defense. They had the grown man in Ingram, and, you know, they got Derwin James. And then they go out there and let Kirk Cousins do that. And had no answers for him. For Kirk Cousins. (laughs) On the road. Kirk Cousins going into the GM is like, I need $31 million. I beat a good team. Just, I mean, just that alone – should not you, you know what I'm saying? You should I would be in the film room if I was a coach. I'll be putting his name up. You let Kurt cut Kurt Effin yeah, right. cousin right. come into your house and percolate up and down the field. In, in a game that would cost you first place. A game that would cost you first place. A game that you should not easily win, but you should handily win because they're coming from central time zone out the west coast and mm-hmm. you so that is a difference. Yep. So their clock's off. And Dalvin Cook is one of the best backs in the league, but he hasn't been, you know, churning out yards because mm-hmm. he's been banged up. So you really could sit back and just – and he only got really – well, they got they got Jefferson and Thielen, but you could double them to two cats with no tight end because because their starting tight end got hurt like the preseason. I was trying to watch it and trying to make sense of it, and I think Kurt Cousins, talking uh, about you like that. He taking that to the bank. Watch this. next. next we're gonna oh, be, you're going to oh, see it on the, the bottom new, the, the new Here Viking it. shirts. Kirk Cousins signs a contract extension. The $50 million dollars guaranteed. Oh, good. 
We will we will go through. We Kirk will get Cousins. to the text line because you, you guys sweet. have been good. We will go through. We've got about twelve texts to get through. We'll do that when we come back <laughs> to, to old school. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Did you know that yearly Medicaid renewals will start again soon? This means millions of people who were enrolled in Medicaid during the pandemic may no longer be eligible for coverage. If this may impact you, the good news is you have options. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield can help answer your questions so you can find an affordable health plan for you and your family. We want you to feel confident you're covered. Click to learn more. Policy exclusions and limitations apply. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield is the trade name of Blue Cross Blue Shield Healthcare Plan of Georgia, Inc.